I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. This is the official GunnaGeek.com show. Each week, we run down the latest news and happenings in the world of geek. These are your hosts for the show, Steven, Chris, and SP. Welcome to an all-new episode of the official GunnaGeek.com show. This is episode number 300, and for the audio listeners, I am just turning on my mic flag because it's 300. Why would I not forget to do the most basic thing that I could? I am Stephen Jondru, and I am pleased to say that the wonderful Chris Farrell is here this week. Wonderful. Are we speaking about the same Chris Farrell? Yes, we are. We're talking about the same Chris Farrell. The same Chris Farrell who said to me once that he he wished that he was me. Uh, I believe that that was the Chris Farrell. Uh, maybe. Are we talking about the same Chris Farrell who's bald? Yes, that one as well. That one okay. also. Yes, yes, yes. But okay. no, Chris Farrell is here. And if you didn't gather right now, the wonderful Stargate Pioneer is taking a hiatus from his hiatus to join us for episode 300. Hey, SP. Hey, he said, hey, look, SP, we're recording episode 300 during your hiatus. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, I guess you, maybe I should be there. And he's like, yeah, you should be there. So here I am in the middle of the hiatus, but wouldn't miss it for a thing. 300 episodes, Stephen, congratulations. By the way, I want to say to you right now that I am very happy that we have the three of us been able to do so many shows together as well with our fallen comrades. Uh, I, I'm just so happy that we could we could do 300. And the thing that is fantastic and really mind blowing is 300 is indeed a milestone. We know that we can all all understand that 300 is a massive milestone. But the true, true milestone comes from the fact that today begins season two of the official geek.com show. That's right. Each season is 300 episodes long. So you're going to have to go back wow. in, in your uh, episode RSS feeds and put a season number in the first 300 episodes? Probably. Probably. That's more pain <laughs> than it's worth, dude. Good luck. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight uh, looking back on some of the 300. And if you didn't know this, we do record this show live on Mondays at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 5.45 p.m. Pacific time at geeks.live. And today we might have a little more fun interactivity with the live audience. So if you're not checking out the shows live, you really should. It's a lot of fun because they can heckle us. They can see all sorts of changes to our intros, which are now abbreviated and features 100% more full screen Stephen bathrobe. It's not full screen, though. At least there's a bathrobe. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the news. All right, let's kick it off here with a piece of very sad news that has been bugging geeks for a very, very, very long week, it seems. And Chris Farrell is, of course, going to talk to us all about this before SP drops a hashtag. So go ahead, Chris Farrell. So we were all afraid it was going to happen, and it finally happened. Disney slash Marvel Studios and Sony 
they'd made an agreement years ago to kind of work together to reestablish Spider-Man and and be able to include Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And look, if you guys are watching this show, you probably follow a lot of the same folks on Twitter I do. You guys know that deal's kind of gone down in flames right now. So it's looking like the partnership between Disney slash Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures in regards to Spider-Man, it's all over now. Kevin Feige, no longer executive producing on there, no longer getting consultancy credits, no longer being able to use Peter Parker, Spider-Man, or any of these Spider-Man characters in the MCU. It's a bummer. You guys know if you watch the show, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. He sits on my microphone. There's a life-size one that sits over my shoulder. Over here, there's an amazing fantasy number 15 on the back wall behind me. I'm not here to just give crap to Sony, give crap to Disney. There's business things going on. We'll see what happens there. It's more just from a fan perspective. You kind of sit back and go, you guys just made $1.1 billion on Spider-Man Far From Home. You're making tons of money. And if you watched Far From Home, they set up a lot of things to potentially pay off in a third Spider-Man movie. And now it just kind of seems like you're throwing it all away for money. I don't know what's going to happen right now. I'm just kind of bummed to see what's happened. And we were, there was a lot of hope going on this last weekend was Disney D23. It's Disney's big con, big event where they promote all of their things. Brought out a bunch of new TV shows that are coming to D23. And there were a ton of rumors coming up about maybe Spider-Man's return is going to happen. Those were all clickbait and fake. Right now, both Kevin Feige, Tom Holland, Sony Pictures have all come out and said, the deal is off. Spider-Man is no longer part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't expect to see him in any movies coming forward, nor should you expect to see anyone from the MCU like Tony Stark, Happy Hogan, War Machine, Captain America, any of those folks in any upcoming Spider-Man movies. It's really, from a fan standpoint, it sucks. It's, it's business. We all knew it might happen, and I'm really hoping that maybe this all changes in the future. I mean, I think the best way to look at it is, let's go to Tom, let's hear what Tom Holland had to say, who was arguably... The best Peter Parker, the best Spider-Man out there. He is incredible in the role. He was doing an interview this weekend with Entertainment Weekly where they asked him, what's going on with Spider-Man? He said, basically, we've made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? But all I know is that I'm going to continue playing Spider-Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be fun however we choose to do it. The future for Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and amazing, and we'll find new ways to make it even cooler. So Tom Holland... Still excited. He's living the dream. He's a Spider-Man fan. He's enjoyed the role. I just hope that Sony Pictures, if they continue to not make a deal with Marvel, they do the character justice because they couldn't help themselves in the past. They interfered, and arguably that's part of why Spider-Man 3 from the Raimi trilogy is bad. And the Mark Webb trilogy wasn't so great either. I think it would be fair to say when it comes to handling the character properly. I would trust Kevin Feige a lot more than I would trust most of Sony's Sony executives. So I'm really bummed. I don't want to sit here and I don't want to take a side and be like, oh, this this party sucks. That party sucks. Just as a fan, I'm sitting here and going, I'm really bummed. I really hope something happens. But right now, it's just a bummer. There's all these great things going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now that I'm super excited for. But it's kind of overshadowed a little bit because my favorite character, who I thought they folded in very well, is is gone. I don't know. Does, does it bother you guys too? Am I the only one that's really just kind of taking this gut punch and not really gotten over it yet? I personally don't really care that much because honestly, I think that Spider-Man is a has-been. And, no, I'm just joking. I'm completely kidding. Uh, 
you know, wow, shots fired. One of the things I that I personally have an issue with here is how much heat Sony's taking on this. Uh, Sony's taking a ton of heat on this right now. And by all reports, it seems like it went, Sony went, okay, this is the deal we want to offer. Pretty close to the old deal. Marvel slash Disney went, we want lots of money. And uh, it seems like that might be the way that it's going. And I think that in any case, it's a negotiation. And there was a deal in place right now. And since there is no deal right now happening going forward, that means that both parties have some blame because they couldn't agree. So the rumors are, and this is coming from sources like Deadline and Variety that reported this, is that the current deal was Marvel got 5% of the money and they got the merchandise sales was the deal that came up for Spider-Man. Disney or Sony made 95% and I think Marvel was fronting a lot of the production costs also because they really wanted Spider-Man back. Supposedly, they went back. There's two different rumors. Both have been reported. They went to Sony and said, we want 50% and we'll put up 50% of the production costs. Sony said no. The other rumor is supposedly they said, we want 30% of revenue and we'll put forward 30% on production costs for Spider-Man going forward. And Sony said no. It's tough to say that Marvel doesn't arguably deserve a bigger cut for Spider-Man seeing as the success of Tom Holland's Spider-Man is kind of built upon the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They tethered him to Tony Stark. They linked him to all these other events that got people excited to go see a Sony Pictures Spider-Man movie. So I don't think 5% was fair. I don't think 50% was fair. SP, what's your thoughts? I'm completely opposite of what you're thinking, Stephen, in that I do blame Sony. Uh, They have screwed up the franchise over and over and over again. And uh, this was their road to redemption. Uh, Far From Home was their biggest grossing movie ever. So it's, it's hard to argue with Disney slash Marvel that they contributed to the betterment of the character. As for the specific cut, Sony could have negotiated something. It seems to me that Sony was just hardballing no and drawing a line in the sand saying, no, it's our character. We're going to use it from now on. Thank you for reviving the franchise, but we got it from here. No, they don't. They're going to screw it up. And I'll be glad to be proven wrong, by the way. But I I just don't, to be honest, I I just don't see any way out of this. They'll they'll be like a half-hearted movie come out next and then after that the uh, the main spider-man movie there won't be anything after that uh that that's worth watching because they just won't they, they have never handled it correctly and it's it's such a shame because tom holland is is a great spider-man mcu was set up for tom holland to come in and play a big part yes the mcu was going away from what it had been over the past 20 movies but tom holland was set to do, be a big part of it and uh, now he's not going to be a part of it if this is true. Now, from what I've seen, Chris, and, and maybe you've seen more, but from what I've seen so far is the negotiations are still ongoing. They were playing hardball, but they were still talking. So there's still some hope from what I've Rumors seen. Rumors go both ways on that. Yeah, it, it could yeah. go either way. It depends on who you talk to. And there's so much clickbait garbagey news out there right now because people are just trying to get clicks and throwing nonsense out there. Some reputable sources have, however, reported that supposedly negotiations are ongoing, but the problem is some other reputable sources have also reported that it's a done deal. They're too far apart at this point in time. I don't know what's going to happen. My personal opinion, though, 
is that negotiations are going to happen. There's too much money to get made here. Some kind of deal is going to get made. Let's be honest. My opinion is worth a lot here because I do have a history when it comes to my correct speculation about big companies working together and products they put out. You sure you want to take that stance? I'm, I'm always right about what big companies are going to do, Stephen. I, I think you might want to retract that statement. I, I think retract. you... What are you talking about? Episode 156. I think they're there for the graphics capabilities. The issue you have is what Nintendo's had since the Wii came out. They need something besides first-party games that are going to be what draws you into that system. The Nintendo games are always awesome. That are the ones that are made by Nintendo, that is. Your third-party games... They're really hit or miss. That's what they need to capitalize on. They need to get Mm -hmm. one of those big developers to say, yes, we're on board with this risk. We're going to give you this exclusive or we're going to make sure that when we make a game, the NX is included with the PS4 and the Xbox One. Episode number 178. They haven't really cared for the last two generations, really, how powerful the processor is inside. It's more of people want to play Nintendo style games. They're going to buy our system. And I've said on this show before, that's how they got me. I wanted to play Zelda, so I pre-ordered a Switch and traded in a bunch of my old games. I'll be getting a Switch. I'm relatively excited, assuming Zelda doesn't suck. If Zelda sucks, then I'll probably feel sad inside, but... Yeah. So again, with your track record, what? What? Zelda didn't suck. I was right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next news point here. And because SP has been gone for so long, we're giving him a double feature today. We got two space-ish stories back to back, right? Go ahead and kick us off with the the fun one. The the you lob us this news point. Right. So back on Gonna Geek episode 227, we actually covered the launch of Starma- Starman and Elon Musk's Tesla, right? His uh, sports car that he sent up. Well, we have some news about what's going on with those two right now. So Starman, who is the space driving mannequin who was aboard the red Tesla Roadster, have actually completed their first lap around the sun. That's right. Their first orbit. The ultimate road trip, which I will call it, began with the inaugural flight of the Falcon Heavy rocket on February 6, 2018, and they have been mapped by the tracking site whereisroadster.com. Once again, that is all one word, whereisroadster.com, as having completed their first orbital period of about 557 Earth days. So at the launch, the Roadster's radio was playing David Bowie's Life on Mars. You remember that, Chris, the David Bowie's Life on Mars playing in the car? Of course I do. I, I drove by that car on my way to work on my way to Earth today to do this show. <laughs> oh, you're working the SNASA moon base. Working with Suncast now, hey? Suncast gave me a great deal to go and be his exclusive janitor at SNASA's <laughs> moon base. The rates are amazing. It's just I really get crap internet there, and I'm tired of not being able to watch Netflix. So... I have resumed my job here on Earth. Occasionally, I will commute back to the to the Mars base to help out with some things. Fair janitorial okay. prowess knows no bounds. Well, if the car's battery was still working today, which it's not, but if it was, Starman would have heard the song more than 150,000 times, according to the tracking site, whereisroadster.com. And the site also provides some other interesting tidbits. For example, the Tesla has now traveled more than 760 million miles or 1.2 million billion, excuse me, kilometers in space, meaning the car, get this, 
The car has exceeded its 36,000 mile warranty more than 21,000 times over. <laughs> and That's from amazing. coming from, yeah, coming from somebody that had warranty service on his car this morning, that's actually important. So, <laughs> the pair will probably make many more laps around our sun. Last year, an orbit modeling study calculated that the Roadster will eventually slam into either Venus or Earth eventually likely within the next few tens of millions of years, so none of us will be alive for it, but there's just a 6% chance of an Earth impact and a 2.5% chance of a Venus impact within the next million years. So we covered it on 227, and we gave a little status on episode 262, so this is a little bit more status special for our listeners on Guinea Geek episode number 300 of Starman and the Roadster. Okay, so then I think what this means here is that you've had a very long drive because my understanding was that you were Starman. That was what I was told when I said that you could be a permanent host on this show. It was on your resume that you submitted to me. I don't remember submitting a resume to you. So whoever did falsified the resume. Uh, You know, there was a very revealing picture of yourself on there. So, uh, nope, pretty sure that it was you. Could have been from my ex-wife. You know what? It was from mm. from your ex-wife. I forgot about that. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. So how do we get her on here? I'll just falsify a resume with a <laughs> naked picture of her. <laughs> I never said it was naked. I said it was revealing. There's a difference. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I could do revealing or naked. Whatever is best. <laughs> what do you have for your second news point here, SP? Well, if the first one wasn't cool enough, we got to talk about our friend Mad Mike. Yes, the flat earther who launches on a steam rocket. So get this. I I went back to space.com and I saw an article (laughs) a couple of weeks ago by Chelsea Gold, who is a writer for the space.com. And this is great. So I didn't realize this was going on, but Mad Mike Hughes planned to launch 5,000 feet. By the way, he's a former limo driver and he's named an amateur rocketeer, I guess. He planned to launch 5,000 feet into the air above his community in the California's Mojave Desert on August 12th, but unfortunately, he couldn't. Steven, you want to guess why oh, he no. couldn't? Uh, I think that he probably couldn't because he was hit by a foreign Chinese space junk that came crashing down. Is that correct? No, that's still meant for you. Oh. No, he couldn't launch because his homemade steam-powered rocket was at fault because the water heater that he bought off of Craigslist to heat <laughs> the water failed. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he oh, bought a no. he bought a water heater off of Craigslist for 50 bucks that he was supposed to Oh, excuse me, not 50 bucks, 325 bucks. And it was supposed to heat the water to 400 degrees, but it never achieved that temperature, so he never got the steam to power his rocket. Oh, no. Okay, so this past December, I I came into a situation where my hot water tank suddenly leaked, right? I yes. did not look at Craigslist because I didn't want to risk putting a hot water t- tank in my garage that would j- go and have all sorts of crazy problems and just leak everywhere. This was not with the idea of rocketness behind it with my life. He went to Craigslist. Oh my God. 
Craigslist for a water heater for his rocket. Okay. Uh, this, you know, uh, Planet Express, maybe a little bit I could see, but no, not not a steam rocket, not in the 2018-19. Oh my gosh. So the launch is actually sponsored by HUD, which is a casual dating app. Have you guys heard of HUD before? HUD. I'm on it all the time. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> I, I have not <laughs> heard of this before, man. It, it, I, last I heard Tinder was it. And then Tinder has gone and HUD is it, I guess. Anyway, he said, quote, this is mad Mike. He said, quote, I appreciate the support, love and excitement from everybody. And a delay will not stop my mission. The rocket is in place and needs a leak plugged up. So weekend is a go. Well, he hasn't launched yet. And this was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm wondering how long it's taking him to plug that leak. By the way, he did previously launch in March 2018, and he achieved an altitude of 1,875 feet, and he walked away with compressed vertebrae, so I'm kind of shocked that he's willing to go again. And remember, he's a flat earther, and his whole shtick of launching last time was to get up high enough so he could see the curvature of the Earth, right? Well, mm -hmm. apparently he's seen the error in his ways because he also said, quote, I believe the Earth is flat. This flat Earth has nothing to do with steam rocket launches. It never did. It never will. I'm a daredevil. So it has nothing to He was just using the flat earthers to get coverage for his launch. So this project here sounds like it's kind of dead. Is that is that right? You would think, but. He hopes in the future to launch all the way up to the Kármán line, which, by the way, is the borderline of space at 62 miles or 100 kilometers above the Earth's surface. So that is his ultimate goal. He wants to get into space with a steam-powered rocket with apparently a leaky water heater. Okay, so if you were to make an educated guess on the future of all of this, what, what would you say? What would be your dying statement? This is just not going to work. I mean, steam power rockets might work, but the way this guy is going about it, buying parts on Craigslist, it's doomed for fail. I'm a project manager. That's that, that's me. I'm a program manager at work. I do this for a living. And no, it's doomed for failure. There's no way that this guy is going to actually succeed. So SNASA director, Stargate Pioneer, I need to let you in on a little secret. I didn't actually leave the Mars base because I wanted to quit being a janitor. I left because Deputy Director Suncast sent me to prevent this launch. That's why it's not working. The water <laughs> heater failure is because I damaged the water heater so they couldn't launch and find the secret SNASA drones that is monitoring the launch location. So I'm sorry we kept it from you. My bad. I, I I'm I'm floored because I was pretty sure I could spot a failure when I saw one, and this was definitely a failure waiting to happen. I mean, when's the last time you bought just a water heater off a of Craigslist? Mm. I bought Stevens off of Craigslist. It's in a trophy <laughs> room. It says the Steven John Drew Memorial Water Heater, and I use it to do nothing really, but it, it's there as a trophy. I, I personally think there's still lots of hope for this. I think there's going to be tons of hope. Uh, if we think about sort of the drive that are behind these flat earthers or anything that is remotely related to flat earth, I think that uh, there's hope that this will get taken off. And I don't know what experience or history you have to say otherwise, SP, and I, I disagree with your, your statement. 
are you talking about? Time and time again over the last 300 episodes, whenever I've been on, it, I've been proven that I know exactly when a project is headed for failure. And this is one of them. Episode 155. If you're going to have the hump for the camera, why not stick the 3.5 millimeter jack in there? Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, fit form. I don't want an extra dongle sticking out of my phone. I have a hard enough time putting in places as, as it is, whether I'm trying to set it in the car somewhere, whether I'm trying to put it on a stand. What I don't want an extra little lightning dongle sticking out of the dang thing. So all of that and the fact that my iPhone 6 Plus is working just fine. Yeah, it's starting to slow down, but I can get another year out of it. And the battery is working just fine. And if the battery starts to quick, I've got the stuff to throw another battery in there. No big deal. So I can wait another year. I was getting excited to look for the iPhone 7 this fall. But if they're going to do something revolutionary like that, which happens every once in a while with the iPhone, I'm just going to wait. That's one of your loyal customers that has had every iPhone from the four on. I want something that will work. And that's something that will, quite frankly, take my 3.5 millimeter jack because I'm a podcaster and I got a bunch of stuff that operates with 3.5 millimeter. Episode 287. So that's what I'm talking about there. Uh, and the front facing speakers or the stereo speaker, I don't care. Just give me a speaker. I just want to hear it and I want to hear my phone calls. That's all. I, I don't care about the the aesthetics of it or the bonuses of front facing or stereo speed. I don't care. Steven, it is interesting that you brought up the, the plugins. I don't care what they are because Bluetooth is getting better and better and better. And while it's not my preferred method of connection, it is reality. And I'd be fine doing Bluetooth. I'd be fine connecting via USB-C. I'd be fine connecting via lightning, be fine connecting via whatever. I don't care. Whatever the cheapest is for Apple to put out there, that's the sort of charging plug slash connector that I want on the phone. Quite the uh, the flippy floppy there that we had. Huh? You guys are uh, showing what sort of expertise you've got there. First, you go. It's ba you basically say the iPhone's dead because I'm a loyal customer. The iPhone's dead. And then the next breath you're going, which basically it's like the next day, you know, the, the, ignore the fact that JS was on the show back when you first said that. Uh, it's like the next day uh, you're like, I don't care. I, I audio is good. So uh, interesting. Flippy flop. In my defense, that no was defense. a segment There's no defense. There's that, no defense. that was requested by you to dictate what I would take away from the iPhone in order to get it affordable. Yeah. We we had the tape. We re rolled the tape. The tape. If you rolled the tape on the entire episode, you Moving will hear exactly what that is. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little fun. A lot, a lot of fun, actually. The world of consoles is evolving again. If you didn't know that, every now and then consoles are refreshed. Right now, the current generation is the PlayStation 4 Star and the Xbox One Star. There's been a few iterations since they were first launched, but that's where we're at right now. And the next generation is right around the corner. And it's looking like the PlayStation 5 is going to change quite a bit from what we know with the world of consoles. There are some alleged leaks coming out here of what the PlayStation 5 might look like. And it is very, very different than what we have seen with other console games before. 
If we were to describe this, it's almost like a little U with inner lights. Traditionally, with consoles, what we've seen is a, a pretty rectangular box. This is dating way, way back to like Xbox One, the Xbox original. See, I almost said Xbox One, but like the first Xbox. They're all kind of followed the same sort of tall, thick format, and then not, not much variation, but it's looking like some alleged leaks and some renders based off of that. It, it's like a U. It's almost like a U. It's really hard to describe, but it's, it's glowing. It's very different. Chris, how would you describe that? It's ugly as sin. It looks like what? a horseshoe. Okay, it is like a horseshoe. I'll give you that. I don't think it's ugly. I think that it's nice because if you're going to spend like four or $500, you want more than a box. And this is going to give you more than a box. Lighting, backlighting, all sorts of glowy lighting is the thing. It's the here and the now right now. And to have somebody put a little bit of thought into the design beyond box with few lights on the front, it's nice. It looks great. I, I'm looking forward if this is the future of gaming, because why would we not want something that draws you aesthetically towards it? I like it. This looks mm -hmm. like a Romulan warbird had sex with a 1967 Continental. Also an accurate description. And again, sounds sounds very nice. And I look forward <laughs> to having that baby, that creation on my wall. <laughs> it shelf. looks terrible. Terrible. Looks like a piece of crap. <laughs> For those of you who want to check this out, you can go ahead and check that out. There'll be a note in the show notes over at gunnageek.com. But I think it looks great. I think that for me personally, I have a history on this show of knowing when something looks fun and something is going to be enjoyable. That's something that I I have locked down and a solid 299 episode track record to do with that. You sure you want to go there, Stephen? I, I can't think of any situation that would otherwise say that I don't know when something is going to be fun based off of initial looks. You stand by that. Episode 201. Good assessment. Uh, the next one that we're going to talk about here is ABC's Inhumans. This is oh, the, the Inhuman <laughs> series that uh, was supposed to be a movie, then was not a movie, then was supposed to be a replacement of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but was not a replacement. It's a, it's a beginning of the season thing. Um, I gotta say, and I know Chris is, is, is putting his head down, but I am seriously excited for Inhumans after this trailer. And the reason why is because it, it, it looks to be different. It's within the Marvel Universe, but S.H.I.E.L.D. was so predictable. Shield, like the, the concept of shield was so predictable and in humans, this looks like this is going to be a fun ride. Episode 213. In Legends of Shield, they talk about the latest happenings in the world of the Marvel Universe. Now, did you know that Legends of Shield releases not one, but two often episodes per week right now because they are covering the Defenders. That's an awesome Netflix series as well as the even better Inhuman series. So you should check that out on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is on GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And uh, I'll tell you that one of those things I just said was very incorrect. Hint. It was Inhumans being good. Hint. Let, let me give you the official Chris Farrell review of the Inhumans. <laughs> All right. Well, for real now, let's go ahead and move on to news. But I will just like do something a little bit more uplifting. We all know how boring episode count 
talk is, which is still more interesting than in humans. And uh, the, cor- <laughs> the correct numbers. Uh huh. Inhumans, Stephen. Yeah, I think Chris nailed the review of the Inhumans. Inhumans. Uh, Inhumans looked fun. It looks like it. It's no. No, no, it, no, not even in no. the previews did I, it look fun. I didn't finish it. I'll it, admit it. it I never like finished Hulu. it. <laughs> you never actually finished the series. No, I never finished it. I, I, so, I gave up about it was shortly after that. Chris is like, come on, cave, cave, delete it from your DVR. And I did. <laughs> I did. So here's the real question is, can you even watch it anywhere now? <laughs> it, I'm serious. Is it anywhere I right think, now? No, I think ABC completely <laughs> wiped it from everything that it could. Because hey, Disney, is, is this going to be on Disney Plus? I want to oh buy Disney Plus god. for humans. Hey, come out of the vault just for Disney Plus. Oh my god, that'd be so bad. Be, why, why would you torpedo your own launch of your own uh, streaming service with something as bad as that? Oh my gosh, you know, it was bad. And, and I'm surprised I'm the only one of the three of us that watched it all the way through because of Legends of Shield. Thanks, guys. You know how many I watched? A zero because it looked like poop. Okay, so here's the thing. I I fancy myself somewhat of a completionist and I didn't finish it. Like, you know, Designated Survivor, I kept watching in season three, even though it was a hot pile of garbage because I, I was like on that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely want to make sure that I know exactly what is going to happen and come of this series because I'm two se- seasons in already. And uh, I, I kept going because, like I said, I was a completionist. But in humans, yeah, I got a few episodes in. And just quit. So, Stephen, you were wrong. I'll say it right now. Stephen, you were wrong. And you're not qualified to have a podcast where you theorize on things. Well, it's been 300 episodes. Well, 299, this is a 300s, but I thought we would look back down memory lane and see how well you know those past episodes. And Uh-oh. I have prepared a series of clips from said episodes, mm. and I'm going to play the clips, and you guys are going to go ahead and take a guess. Guess. It will be I multiple choice. Name that tune in five notes. <laughs> All right. And what's going to happen is I'm going to play the clip. You guys can both score because it's going to be an A, B, C, or D. And with Know Your Geek, it's a little different than Geek Wars. It's not the first to ring in. You have to make an educated guess on what exactly it is that the answer is. And so if you go and you both say the same thing, you'll both get a point if you're right. If you both say the wrong, the same thing and it's wrong, you'll both not get a point and so forth. Are you ready for this clip show extravaganza? Are you ready? <laughs> I was born ready, Stephen. So this is going to take a little bit. And clip number one is going to be titled Suck It Milk. Are you ready for Suck It Milk? I don't know if I should be. Well, uh, some of you don't know this, but I'm fairly big into health and fitness. And I came across a study today about how to improve bone strength. And that is to drink tequila. Suck It Milk. All right, so (laughs) here's the question. So is this Michelle, Haley, Andrew Zarian, or my wife? So your four options are Michelle, Haley, Andrew Zarian, or my wife. Again, titled Suck It Milk. 
I have my guess. All right, Chris. I'm going to say it was Haley. Okay, so Chris is going to say Haley. And what about yeah. SB? I was going to say Haley, too. All right. So, uh, again, Suck It Milk is being deemed by both of them to be Haley. Let's go to the tape and find out. That's right. I'm going to call it tape this entire segment because 300 is <laughs> a long time. <laughs> well, uh, some of you don't know this, but I'm fairly big, big into health and yes. fitness. And I came across yes. a study today about how to improve bone strength. And that is to drink tequila. Suck it milk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're both right. So you're both at one. There you go. Both yes. at one. Moving hey, on. After podcasting with Haley all this time on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we're almost at 300 episodes over there, too. I just knew that had to be her. 67, for the reference, 67% of the poll did say that it was indeed uh, Haley. 17% said Andrew and 17% said my wife. And the current leaderboard says that uh, Kent and not Chris and too stupid to be a geek and your name are all tied with Black Bolt and Dane being wrong. <laughs> so there you go. This backfired on us a little bit. Your, your name. That's great. All right. So question number two called Museum of Microphones. Let's go to Museum of Microphones. Here we go. I was. It looked awkward, but that's funny coming from a man who has eight of them behind him. I like we got a museum of microphones going on there. <laughs> All right, so museum of microphones. Is it my brother David, Nate, Sandrock, or Steve Boyd? It's your brother. Okay, so as is saying, my brother, Chris Farrell? I'm not game theorying. I truly believe it is your brother as well. This is not a game theory guess. Yeah. All right, so museum of microphones. The guess is that it is my brother. And let's go ahead and find out here what we've got. Which, by the way, <gasps> the polls seem to also be saying that it is it is my brother as well. And here we go. I was. It looked awkward, but that's funny, funny coming from a man who has eight of oh them behind him. Oh my gosh! It's I like got a museum of microphones <laughs> going on there. It, it was Steve Boyd was the answer, and that means that in the leaderboard, it remaining the same because everybody on the online Geeks Live option, which by the way, we are, for those of you who are checking this out after the fact, we're streaming this and you're participating live at Geeks.Live. We might do this occasionally a little more often. So definitely Geeks.Live, uh, there is a leaderboard going. That's what I'm reading out. Uh, it has stayed the same because the the guesses were all all wrong. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 company, boy. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Let's go on to the next one, which is titled Thank My Agent. I like to th thank God, and of course, I like to thank my agent for booking me on the show. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank my agent. Is this a Chris Farrell? Is this B Suncast? Is this C Justin Robert Young, or D Andrew Zarian? I have a pretty strong feeling that it is not me, because <laughs> I would have remembered saying something like that, and All I'm right. not that witty. Okay. Uh, I'm Suncast agent. No one's reached out to me to ask for anything, so <laughs> it couldn't have been a Suncast. And it's between Jury and Andrew Zarian. I'm just going to go Andrew Zarian. It sounds like something Andrew so would say. Chris with a little saying, wine in one hand. Andrew? SP? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go Andrew, and I'm going to say why later, because, yeah. All right, let's find out. Is it indeed Andrew Zarian? Here we go. 
I like to thank God. And of course, I'd like to thank my agent for booking me on the show. Thank you. (laughs) It was Andrew. For those that were playing along there, uh, we had 20% said Justin Robert Young and the other said Andrew. You guys are doing well there at home, which means that not Chris, too stupid to be geek, and your name have moved ahead and Black Bolt and Kent are in second. I had listened to that episode recently, so I knew that was Andrew. I thought you might. And you know, if you did your homework for that gag earlier, you might have known. All right, let's go to the next one here, which is called Came Back for the Taco Bell. Yeah, the real reason I only came back was they're going to close all the Taco Bells. And So the real reason that they came back was that they were going to close all the Taco Bells was this Sandrock, Cody Goff, Michelle, or Nate. SP? Sounds like something Cody would say. All right. So you're thinking the same but, thing. But but I'm going to go with Sandrock okay. just off a hunch. So you're going to go Sandrock. Okay. Uh, Chris? I was thinking Cody. And I think this is going to be either when he was telling us the story, if he went to the Taco Bell that actually served liquor, or like the precursor to his engagement story where they went to the Taco Bell that served liquor and then went out where he had put the uh, Will You Marry Me sign up on the marquee outside. So <laughs> Cody. All right. Let's find out. Yeah, the real reason I only came, came back, back was they're going to close all the Taco Bells. And <laughs> it was indeed Sandrock. I was so hoping you were going to get that wrong, done. SP. Sandrock, by the way, for those of you not familiar, is uh, Stargate Pioneer Sun. And uh, looks like the majority agreed with Chris, which means that uh, not Chris is still in the lead with Black Bolt, Too Stupid to Be Geek, Geek, and Your Name also being in second and Kent being in third. And uh, looks like we have a new contender as well, which we'll leave at that. So this, that was the episode, by the way, that Sandrock came back because the hurricane was impending on him. And uh, yeah, he didn't go back for a month because oh, the hurricane really damaged Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. So the next one that we've got here is going to be titled No Tie On. No Tie On. You know, I feel bad for not having a tie on for you guys tonight. Uh, it's way too casual. I, I'll, I'll fix that later. We have time for wardrobe change, right? So is this you know Keir, is. Jay, Neil, or Jury, Justin Robert Young? Chris Farrell? It's Neil. You're saying Neil? It's Neil. <laughs> SB? Yeah, you didn't obscure the uh, the goatee well enough. It's Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, it is indeed Neil. We'll play the clip. Uh, and so that's going to go ahead and uh, put Chris at three and SP at four. And let's go ahead. And just so that you all aren't doubting, it is Neil. You know, I feel bad for not having a tie on for you guys tonight. Uh, it's way too casual. I- I'll-, I'll fix that later. We have time for wardrobe change, right? Yeah, I was... Uh... I, I was fighting with that and then I blurred it even more and then it looked like nothing. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it to them. I, I thought maybe you were going to do terrible. So I, I knew that we I didn't blur it well enough. So and we could recognize the financial nerf center as well. Stephen. <laughs> yeah. You remember we used to podcast with him on another show. I know. So I sure. know. And that's why I was going to, if either of you got it wrong, you were going to be never hearing the end of that, which by the way, uh, bite fray has uh, moved up the ladder as well. And not a lot of shuffling happening elsewise in the leaderboard. Let's go ahead and move to the next one, which is it costs the same as Australia. <laughs> Let's find out what it costs the same as Australia is. It is so overexpensive, specifically to ship to Canada. It's just an absolute joke. 
that that it costs the same for us to ship to Canada as it does to Australia. But all right, so is that Justin Robert Young, Suncast, Michelle, or the Rebel? Which is it? Which is it? I know. I just don't want to go first as a game theory. <laughs> oh, SB. I should know. Okay. It's it's between Justin Robert Young and the Rebel. We're gonna count it down and lock it lock it down. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say the Rebel. Okay, SB saying the Rebel. It's Jerry. It's Jerry, yeah, and figure. let's find out who exactly it is. It is so over expensive, specifically to ship to Canada. It's just an absolute joke that that it costs the same for us to ship to Canada as it does to Australia. But yes, that is correct. That was Justin Robert Young when we interviewed him for a project that he was doing. And not really much movement on the leaderboard again. I was wondering why I didn't remember during being on the show. It was because I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> you weren't on that one, no. All right, moving on to the next one. It's called Bodie McBoatface. So who doesn't <laughs> like a good Bodie McBoatface clip, right? <laughs> let's go to I that. I love it. Let's go to that one. Yeah, I, I think that Bodie McBoatface is a much better name than the majority of names that I see somebody. I'm going through here and I'm just looking at random names. And I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Is it JS, Cody Goff, Suncast, or Lauren? <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. It's totally Suncast. So you're saying Suncast? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Suncast. All right. You're both saying Suncast. And let's go ahead and find With a K, out. not a C. Who exactly is it? Yeah. I, I think that Bodie McBoface is a much better name than the majority of names that I see somebody. I'm going through here and I'm just looking at random names. And I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. All right, that's right. That was Suncast, which puts both of them tied at five. They're both at five. And on the playing at home leaderboard, not Chris is still on the lead and not much movement. The current order is not Chris, your name, Black Bolt, Too Stupid to Be a Geek, Bite Frey, and Kent. Next one here titled Normal Page Out Procedures. So, Normal Page Out Procedures. I wonder if you guys know this one without me even playing the clip. Let's go. I don't really have a public facing online presence right now. So if you're one of my clients, uh, normal page out procedures apply. Um, Is that going to be Lauren's husband? David, my brother. Steve Boyd again. Or possibly Michelle. Anyone want to guess? I'm, I'm guessing game theory is going to come into play here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Page out procedures. Come on, come on. We got more clips. <laughs> Make it fast. I know, I, I know the your, answer. Uh, I'll go with your brother. Okay. So you're That's exactly my, what I was going to say, too. You both David. say I'm my brother. Let's find out. Is it my brother? <laughs> He's in the chat. I don't really have a public facing online presence right now, so if you're one of my clients, uh, normal page out procedures apply. Um, 
Yes, that was my brother. <laughs> Nepotism rules. Awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. Way I think to that go, was, David. I did too. His first uh, guest appearance on the show. And uh, leaderboards changed a little bit uh, for the playing at home. We've got Not Chris, Your Name, Black Bolt, Too Stupid to Be a Geek, Bite Fray, Dane, and Cat. All right, moving on to the next one here called Bored a Lot. Bored a Lot. In my previous job, I got bored a lot. And my wife was at home. And so lights may or may not have gone off randomly. The door may have locked and unlocked randomly. And someone (laughs) allegedly did not appreciate it as much as I did. Is this Cody Goff, Nate, Andrew Zarian, or Kier? (laughs) Anyone? Take a guess. Take a guess. Chris Nate. I was going to say Nate too, man. So Chris is saying Nate, SP is saying Nate. Now I want to say something else just to be different, but I'll go, I'll go with Nate. You're going to go Nate? Yeah. All right. It's locked in. In my previous job, I got bored a lot and my wife was at home. And so the lights may or may not have gone off randomly. The door may have locked and unlocked randomly. And someone <laughs> allegedly did not appreciate it as much as I did. That's right. That was indeed Nate. And by the way, Nate is the only Nate is the only guest that we have had that has participated in one of these episodes from my bedroom. He's the only only one that has has participated in one of these these episodes from my bedroom. I thought it was his bedroom, but okay. Uh, leaderboard, not much has changed. Actually, there was a little bit of a change. The playing at home leaderboard is uh, not Chris in first, your name second. Continuing on down the list, Black Bolt, Too Stupid to Be Geek, Bite Fray, Dane, and Kent. Which, by the way, for those of you who are wondering about our fair guests right here, they are both at seven apiece. The next one is called at podcasting.tumblr. <laughs> At podcasting <laughs> dot Tumblr. Just based off that, I know who it yeah, is. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not even play the yep, clip. Co- yep, it's that's Cody. That's how I roll. And I just tweeted and I mentioned at gonna geek because we're at podcasting at gonna geek dot hashtag dot tumblr dot com dot woo. <laughs> so is that? It's totally Cody. Is that John Cody. D, Suncast, Cody, or me? It's Cody, <laughs> man. It's, it's totally the way Cody talks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's find out. Let's find out. The suspense is maddening. Yep. Yep. That's how I roll. And I, I just, just tweeted, tweeted. And I mentioned at going to geek because we're at podcasting at going to geek dot hashtag dot Tumblr dot com dot. Woo. <laughs> I still want to take that dot woo and use it somewhere. So <laughs> hashtag verified. By the way, not Chris and your name are now tied at first place. And uh, yes, obviously you heard before we even started the clip, they knew exactly who it was. They did know that, which means that they're both at eight, I believe is where they're at. Moving on to the next one. It's called, I forgot I started it. Let's find out about this one. Oh my God. I I completely (laughs) forgot I started it. Is it Lauren? Stargate Pioneer? Chris Farrell? Or Michelle. So Lauren, SP, Chris, or Michelle. I think it's it, Michelle. 
I know it could be you, Chris, but I'm going to go Michelle too. You're going to go Michelle? How about you, Chris? I, I am. Michelle. Oh my God. I, I, have to... I completely yeah. forgot I started it. <laughs> yeah, that was Michelle. And it was, I think, from a, another previous clip show to do with this show. <laughs> uh, not Chris and your name are both tied. Not much shifting elsewise in the leaderboard, which takes us to our final clip of episode 300. This one is titled Nickelback. Are you ready for Nickelback? No, I have several causes. I like Nickelback. So there are several causes. Is it me? <laughs> is it SP? Is it Chris? Or is it the Rebel? It's the Rebel. Yeah. Chris I'm hoping to get you with game and ship, but it's the Rebel. They're both saying the they're both saying the Rebel? <laughs> Which yeah, no game theory here. Let's find out. Is it the rebel? No, I have several causes. I like Nickelback. It is indeed the rebel. And for those of you who never saw that episode, first off, kudos to you. Uh, secondly, uh, <laughs> there was there was an episode that SP did where he refused to acknowledge S or Chris and I if we called him anything but the rebel. It was his mo. He is actually in our official GunnaGeek.com spreadsheet that we keep with all the counts. He actually is listed under his own column as the Rebel. It, it, it does not count be. as an appearance for Stargate Pioneer, but it counts as an appearance for the Rebel. And we keep waiting for the day that you bring the Rebel back there. Rebel, Rebel might be coming back sooner than you think. <gasps> so in the final leaderboard that we've got, we had a tie with 10... Correct for not Chris in your name, followed by eight correct for Black Bolt, six correct for Too Stupid to Be a Geek, five correct for Bite Frey, which is a valiant effort because Bite Frey came in late, uh, two for Dane, and one for Kent. I want to know who in the chat is your name because whoever in the chat is your name should probably get the victory because that is a callback to every <laughs> single game that we've done and well done. <laughs> it, your name good. should take the victory for that. So I'm glad you tied on this. You guys both did well. I'm glad we had it's a tie, tie on the geeks.live leaderboard. This was just like a success through and through. And for those of you who uh, didn't know this, we do occasionally do the games for this show. And I think we're going to work to integrate these a little bit more uh, in the future with, with questions, whether it's Geek Wars or Know Your Geek. It won't be as hard for me to manage both of those. So I think we can probably keep doing it because right now I was playing clips and also advancing leaderboards and things like that. So I think we, I think the success today, we've got confidence that we can do this in the future a little bit more. And if you want to check out the show at Geeks, dot live when we do record live on mondays at 8 45 p.m eastern time kudos to everybody and if you want to go ahead and send your congratulations to chris farrell and sp i suggest that you don't uh next <laughs> wow oh my trophy man my trophy you gave zarian a trophy <laughs> that's true uh seriously though 300 episodes. We'll be more back on the rails next week. We had a lot of fun. Had to do a 300 milestone. And uh, it, it, it's it been not the same without you the last few weeks, SP. We look forward to you returning from your hiatus. We do look forward to that. Uh, no offense to any of our past guests. It's just, you know, it's the three of us. Three of us here together is, is a lot of fun. And 
I had more confidence about having a fourth until this episode, and we'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple of things I will be coming back and I look forward to coming back. I'm just dealing with some stuff, some family stuff, some personal stuff, some work around the house and that sort of thing. It was just a lot of stuff that was happening in my life. And I talked to Steven about it and, and I just I needed to take a break from the show. And for example, next week, I won't be able to come back on. So it was just fortuitous that we were able to do this 300 this week. So thank you very much for having me. And I do intend on coming back and I'm not leaving the show or anything. I just literally had some personal things that I had to take care of. And then another thing is I wanted to thank every single person that's come on to guest. I really appreciate it. Uh, We have some phenomenal guests. I wish that we could have four on the show, but both Steven and I are having some significant problems streaming with multiple people. I can only do one other person for me. And I know Steven's maximum is two other people right now. So we're, we're working on it. But what we got right now is only three people for going to geek. And that's our limitation. But we would love to have four or five, six people on the show. We just can't do it right now. In hindsight, when you said that, I thought of the way that we could have easily alleviated all of tonight's issue for the live live audience who are seeing them. I Oh, well, realized it at the end of the show. <laughs> Okay, it's a learning opportunity. Yeah, it wouldn't be a milestone episode if we didn't have issues. Uh, But no, I echo your statement there. I 100% agree. The guests are absolutely one of the biggest parts of this. And if you didn't catch it at the beginning of this show, if you don't watch the video side of things, uh, we have amended, uh, truncated the intro a little bit. It follows very similar to the previous one because honestly, I I actually went and I downloaded some music. I played with some different concepts, but I liked what I had. I liked the the general concept that I have. I like the music. It's been the most comfortable I've been happy with it or the most comfortable I have been with it for a long time. And where I'm going with this is you will see there are many, many, many guests that are now in that intro. It's very, very brief. But I spent a lot of time going and pulling some screenshots because guests mean that much to me. Seriously, guests are so important to me for coming on this show here. And it is the guests that make this unique. And, you know, like the three of us, we, we could talk, whatever. But it's the guests and their experiences that come in. And that's why I spent way too much time putting that together and pulling those screenshots and everything because I really, really wanted to reflect some guests in the intro. And so if you go and check that out, if you pause very quickly at the beginning, you you will see it. There is a pretty, I think almost every guest that we've had since we switched to a video show, I think is in there. But uh, there's probably a couple missing um, just because I, maybe I didn't have it on my spreadsheet that I was talking about or whatever. And uh, if, if you catch, so I missed somebody, let me know and I'll amend that for sure. So seriously, thank you very much. And thank you for saying that, SP. And congratulations to you, Stephen. And I went back and listened to some previous shows and 100 was the first video stream show and recorded show that we did. And this would be the 200th or actually 201st. But so you've done 200 before this video shows and at the excellent streaming quality with all the production value and everything. So you've done an amazing job. I know this is your love, your special hobby and everything, but this is uh, something that you just love to do for the audio listener. I am moving my hands in a choppy fashion because as he's complimenting me, everything is taking a, you know what right now. And he's so stuttery <laughs> and it's all to do with my setup that I didn't properly test before we ran the show. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you. That's very kind. Very, very kind. And it's, it is, it's a lot of fun. It's a ton of fun for me. 
Chris Farrell, any final words that you've got? Uh, real quick, big thank you to everyone who has ever guest hosted on the show. These guys already touched on it, but we, like Steven said, we can BS with each other and that that's easy. We're used to it. It's you guys who guests that come on here that keep us on our toes, that shake things up and add some variety to things and kind of shake stuff out of us we wouldn't normally expect or shake behaviors out of us we wouldn't normally expect. And that's a lot of fun. But also, 300 episodes, we've got a hell of a team here, guys. It's been a pleasure doing all of these shows. We haven't all done 300 episodes each, but we've done a damn lot of episodes between the three of us working together. And I look forward to doing a crap load more of them. And I will acknowledge right now that I am fairly confident. I don't have it up to date, but I'm fairly confident Chris has done more episodes than I have. So it's true. kudos to you, Chris mm-hmm. Farrell. Kudos to you. I'm number one. Well, when the Green Ranger of podcasting comes on and does an episode, I'm going to lose one there and you can catch up with me. <laughs> Maybe that'll be when the Rebel comes back. Awesome. There you go. Sounds like a Halloween episode. So there you go. That's going to go ahead and wrap it up for another episode. Episode number 300 of the official geek.com show. I'm Stephen John Drew saying we proved tonight that we are not qualified to do a podcast, nor are we qualified to talk about ourselves. I'm Chris Farrell, and I'm a co-champion, and I love it. And I'm SP, and I'm just happy to be part of this award-winning podcast. See y'all next time I'm on. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Cody, this was the real 300. Yours was 299. Bye. Neener. checking out another episode of the official gunageek.com show if you like the show please give us a five-star review in apple podcasts or a thumbs up on youtube you can always join us for our live recording sessions which stream mondays at 8 45 p.m eastern at www.geeks.live and remember you can find our full back catalog at gunageek.com forward slash show If you're itching for more geeky content, check out other shows on gunnageeknetwork.com. Voice work was by Emily Prokop of the Story Behind podcast. That's it for this episode. We hope to see you back again next week.